Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Is America going over a cliff? Today we have an exclusive press conference interview with Glenn Beck, the radio personality explaining why he cannot support Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Also, Black Lives Matter. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here at the Red State Gathering, a national conference of Christian and many fiscal conservatives who are to the right of the Republican Party and holding firm on what it means to be a conservative. We're about to interview the man behind the microphone, Glenn Beck, at a press conference here in Denver. And I'm gonna ask Glenn Beck about religious freedom as it pertains to things like gay marriage, things like LGBT rights, and things like the rights of Christian schools to be able to opt out of co-ed bathrooms. What do you think Glenn Beck is about to say? So if Hillary Clinton is elected president, how will you and your leadership over the blaze and your various uh, networks, how will you continue to defend the principle of religious freedom? We'll do the same thing that we're doing now. I just had Gary Johnson on um, two days ago. For a libertarian, he is extraordinarily untrust, uh, untrusting of religious people and is falling into an anti-constitutional position, I feel. Um, the uh, religious freedom has to be looked at from both sides, I think. Um, there are many religious people who want to jam their lifestyle down other people's throats. There are many atheists that want to jam it down other people's throats. The idea of America and the Constitution is we all live together and we all pursue our own ideas and our own happiness and we don't try to force our lifestyle on others. The lifestyle that we all come together on is the Constitution, which says, I have a right to worship. I don't have a right to force you to do something or to blow you up. That's where we draw the line. But I have a right to worship the way I see fit, even if that is worship of a tree or no God. That's fine. Penn Jillette and I are very good friends. I'm deeply religious. He's obviously atheist. He's almost an uh, anarcho-capitalist. Uh, uh, he's, he's almost into anarchy. We get along famously because I'm not trying to change his lifestyle. He's not trying to change mine because we both see fundamentally we're good people. We're decent people. And that's where most people, I think, are. They're, generally speaking, good people. It's the fringe of both sides that we are told we have to be afraid of. We're being told on the left, you have to be afraid of these crazy religious people like Westboro Baptist Church. Well, they, that, that's, not a Christ, that's not who we are. That's a fringe. The other side being told, you've got to be afraid of all these communists. Okay, well, wait a minute. That's not who my democratic neighbors are. They're not, they don't fall in line with that. But that's who has the power and the attention right now. The rest of the people need to stand up and start listening to each other, respecting each other, and respecting that you have a different life and you have a right to pursue that life 
and I have no way to stop you unless you're breaking the law. In California this week, the, the State House almost passed uh, House Bill 1146, which would have taken away religious exemptions from parochial schools or Catholic schools to opt out of things like co-ed bathrooms or transgender rights or discrimination. Can you what, comment what broadly about that? What does the government have any? The government should not be in our marriage. It shouldn't be in our bathrooms. It shouldn't be there. The federal government has no place in any of those. When we get to marriage, the only reason why we're arguing about this is because of Reconstruction, because progressives and racists back in the uh, 1800s wanted to make sure blacks and whites didn't marry. So they came up with a marriage license. So we have now a marriage license so they could control. No, you can't get a marriage license if you're black and white, sorry. Then the progressives in, uh, after the turn of the century decided no defectives should be marrying. That's why we have the blood test. The federal government has no place I don't think the state government has place in these things. My marriage is between my wife and me. That's it. I don't get anything, any, any, uh, any benefit at all from somebody else involved. It's between me and my God and my wife. That's it. If you want to have a steamboat ship captain marry you, do it. You want to have a tree marry you, do it. What difference does it make to me? How does it affect me? The state and federal government has to get out of all of these things. If, my if I live in San Francisco, I understand having transgendered bathrooms. I'm living in, you know, uh, someplace in Kansas. What are you doing? I, I, as a business, have to make that. I, as a father, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with my son going into a men's bathroom by himself, and that has nothing to do with trans, homosexual, questioning, anything. That has to do with child predators. I'm not comfortable with any of this as a dad. Why, why is it being forced down everybody's throat? Does the truth matter? Or are we just trying to sell magazines, trying to get clicks, trying to have our voice heard, um, you know, so we can be famous? Are we just trying to get elected? The truth matters. And if you don't restore the truth, you don't have a country. Donald Trump keeps saying, we don't have a, if we don't have borders, we don't have a country. If we don't have truth, we have no civilization. And it seems to me that no one even cares about the truth. You can say anything about Hillary Clinton, the people on the, on the left don't care. Oh, stop talking to me about Benghazi. Stop talking to me about the emails. You say the same thing. I can say the same thing about Donald Trump. You could say, Donald Trump can say anything and his supporters, oh, stop talking to me about that. Oh, he did not lie. Oh, his past doesn't matter. Are you kidding me? It's all about, um, it's all about stopping the other person or getting my side to win. For us to have a civilization, for us to survive, it must become about the truth. And the one thing I know about the truth is the truth will set you free, but it will make you miserable first because it's hard to swallow. Between these two, I have no idea what to do. Um, I know I will not be voting for either one of them. Who I vote for, I haven't decided. Um, but I'm not going to tell anybody that they're wrong for voting for or against one of them. Um, on the second part, um, I hope to play a role in 
in shaping a new path. America, the 1776 or 1791 America, is over. It's over. We're now in America 2.0, and our founders are Theodore Roosevelt, FDR, Woodrow Wilson, um, LBJ, Barack Obama. Those are the new founding fathers. We live under a, we're in a post-constitutional America, I believe. So now what do we do? We can either accept that, or we can say, okay, how do we take America's constitution, teach it to people, show that it works, and come up with not, not something that is in the past, but something that is today with the technology that we have. Man can be more free than he has ever been before, or the world will be a, a, a bigger slave than it's ever been before. But on Ted Cruz's part, I said, I was saying, as before, right now, polls say Republicans have kind of turned on him. He's making 30%, 40% approval because of him not endorsing Trump on the stage. How do you think that'll be viewed after this debacle? I will tell you what I said to Ted Cruz, and I said to others. Um, I talked to Ted after he gave the speech, and I called him, and I said, thank you, you gave me hope that there is somebody who actually means what they say and say what they mean. If he would have walked on stage and said, okay, forget everything I've said. Forget that I say he's the most dangerous man and he's, and he's practically nuts. Forget about that. I'm falling in line. I wouldn't have been able to speak to Ted Cruz. And what I said to him, because uh, he's been under great attack from all sides, people he really respects, um, as have I. I said, stop looking at today, stop looking at tomorrow, a year from now, even four years from now. People have to understand, we are at the beginning of something now that will be reviewed beginning uh, 50 years ago, or 50 years from now, or 100 years from now. I promise you, historians will be doing a lot of research about America at this moment. So who are you going to be remembered as? Are you going to be a remember, uh, remembered as a guy who believed something but folded in just to get along? Or are you going to be a Dietrich Bonhoeffer who, 1933, he's in the middle of his speech on the Fuhrer principle. When the Fuhrer stands up, the Chancellor stands up and says, I am now officially the Fuhrer. And he goes off the air in that first day. He lasted 10 years. Most people, most people don't even know who Dietrich Bonhoeffer was. Most people will tell you he lost because he was executed alone, I think it was 15 days before the war was over, executed alone in the woods. He was hung by, by the SS. Well, that seems like a loss. Not to me. To me, that man won. He stood for what are eternal principles. I talked to a woman in Poland about four years ago, because as most members of the press know, because most members of the press ridiculed me for it, I talked about ISIS, I talked about the coming caliphate and a coming world on fire. I talked about the rise of, uh, of neo-nationalist Nazis in Europe. Well, take a look at Europe, what's happening. Um, so at that time, I tried to prepare my family way before anything, and I took them to uh, Auschwitz, and we went to Auschwitz, and I, before, I had them read something from A Righteous of the Nations. And I 
took them through Auschwitz and sat them down and said, now's the time we're going to decide who we are as a family and who we are as individuals. Because the time to decide is not the time when everybody's in a panic. The time to decide is right now. Who am I going to be? And um, we went over and we met with one of the righteous of the nations. She was a woman who saved, I think, 20 people in a barn, 36 inches they had to live in, 36 inches. Everybody just laid silently next to each other for almost two years. She saved them. They, got, they escaped. Some of them still live in America. They escaped. But she went under communist rule. She was never allowed to even talk about that until the wall came down. We had an opportunity to meet with her. And I asked her at the end, I said, the tree of righteousness lives in everybody. Everybody. How do you water it? She looked at me and she smiled, this 92-year-old woman. Like, don't you get it? She said, Glenn, the righteous didn't suddenly become righteous. They just refused to go over the cliff with the rest of humanity. What Ted Cruz did in a very small way was, I'm not going over the cliff with the rest of you. You might say this is okay, but you know deep inside, two years ago, you would have been dead set against this. So no, I'm not going over the cliff. And I believe those people may be destroyed in the short term, but at least their families and the people who know them will know them as heroes for not going over the cliff with the rest of humanity. So you saw my questions of Glenn Beck. You know, he is a dynamic speaker, and I don't agree with him on everything, but he is onto something here, particularly tapping into the unrest that is within the Republican Party after we've nominated Donald Trump to be the Republican nominee for president. Not everybody is on board, and you saw Glenn Beck is clearly not on board. Are we going over a cliff? Is there a way that we as Christians can stand firm and have a higher standard? Uh, Glenn Beck clearly thinks so. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll have some excerpts from his speech at the Red State Gathering. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you care about defending religious liberty? I know you do. And that's why I'm asking you to take action today. Don't just sit there, but do something. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and sign a petition that we will fax to Congress on your behalf. In fact, there are three specific petitions I want you to sign to defend military chaplains who are under fire. The first is to support H.R. 343. This is a bill introduced in Congress by my friend, Congressman Walter Jones of North Carolina, to protect free speech for military chaplains who are sometimes punished if they use the word Jesus in their prayers. Well, if you know my story, you know that I was punished in 2006, uh, even at court-martial, because I used the word Jesus in my prayers in uniform in front of the White House. Well, I was later vindicated by Congress, who said it's okay for me to do that, but did you know 65 other chaplains are now suing the Navy? I was not the only person. Our second petition I want you to sign is to protect military chapel buildings, which are being desecrated. Christian altars, Catholic or Protestant, are being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies in all 50 states under this order by the Obama administration. Well, that deprives all of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines of a sacred worship space, which ought to be protected. And instead, they're gonna punish the chaplain if he won't turn over the keys to his chapel. 
Here's another petition I want you to sign, and this is to stop threatening court-martial for troops who talk about Jesus. Even recently, the Pentagon is saying, oh, we're gonna threaten you with a crime of proselytizing. No, that's not right. Any soldier ought to be able to talk about his or her faith in Jesus Christ and to have that same religious freedom of speech that we sacrifice to give for others. When you sign these petitions, we will fax them to Congress, and it's free. I want you to take action today. Sign these three important petitions at PrayInJesusName.org. Go there today. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or angels, or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now, we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99. Or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God. Get this 17-part video series, and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church. Or call us at 866-Obey-God right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're going now to some excerpts from a live speech made by Glenn Beck here at the Red State Gathering in Denver, Colorado. It is an honor to be with you here tonight. Um, and I'm gonna say some things uh, that might be controversial. Um, <laughs> but why break the record? Um, but I wanna, I wanna challenge you to think differently because we are living in a time where the whole world is going to change. The whole world is going to change. So where do we go from here? What have we done wrong? What have we done right? What's worth salvaging? What's, what's meaningless? What can, we, what can we jettison along the way? So we have replaced our principles with the principle of stop that person. That's not a bright future for America. That is not a vision that takes us forward. The truth will set you free. But the other thing I know about that is it's gonna make you miserable first. And anybody who is trying to stand up for the truth right now in our own ranks, pretty miserable, pretty miserable. Been called all kinds of names and that's okay. I want you to know if you are voting for Donald Trump, that's fine. I don't condemn you. I don't, I honestly, I'm not voting for Donald Trump, but I don't like not voting because I know Hillary Clinton. I don't know, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to do what I feel is best. If that's what you feel is best, you might be right. Who am I to condemn you? And quite honestly, who are you to condemn me? We're at a place that Ronald Reagan said, we're gonna get, and I think he said, we'll have to look this up, I think he said it about 2018. He said, we're gonna get to a point, and he meant social security, where it's gonna collapse, 
Unless we make hard choices now, we'll get to a point where there are no good choices. We're there. So how are we arguing about two choices that suck? Now, how are we going to go on? What is the best way to get people attracted to our ideas? A, set people free. Show them how their life changes when they are free. Show them that personal responsibility is great, that you should, you want to get your kids out of a school that is, that's trapping them in poverty? You can do it. You can do it if you're free to choose. But nobody is going to listen to us if we're carrying a banner that does not reflect our values. And our values and our principles, we have to get back to the basics. The country is so far off track. I, I can't believe I've been, I'm more disappointed in our own side than I am in the others. I expect it. But our own side is lost. And it, the wheels are starting to come off. And we must never say, I told you. I told you so. We must never want to win. We must reconcile with each other. We must open our arms to people who will want to come home. To the principles. This is a Medal of Honor. What does it mean to wear this medal? I think most times people will say, well, you have to do something brave. You have to do something huge. Let's, let's be good to each other. Can we be good to each other? Let's be brave. That's not how you get this. You have to do something honorable, so beyond brave. The Medal of Honor itself has lies. How can we restore honor if we won't restore the truth? We must restore the truth. And I want to show you some things that I brought with me that shows you we must be willing to question everything. Thomas Jefferson said, question with boldness even the very existence of God. For if there be a God, he must surely rather honest questioning over blindfolded fear. And that's the problem with our society. If I'm asking you a question, most likely, if we're in a press situation or a political situation, I am asking you a question. I know what the answer is and I'm gonna get you. That's not an honest question. Honest questioning over blindfolded fear. But we're not asking each other honest questions. We must 
start listening and be willing to accept an honest answer that maybe we disagree with. And not trying to win, not trying to kick the dirt over anybody's tracks. We need to be the leaders to heal the nation, to look for reconciliation, to actually stand for our principles, stand for them come what may. We were put here at this time for a reason. So I come to you as a deeply flawed man that I read this poison and that poison gets into you. It happens to all of us. We get angry. We need each other to temper that. We have to be, we, I don't know if there could be even a city, but even if it's just us, we must be that shining city on the hill, the light that others can look towards and say, I want to be with those guys. They're decent. They're honorable. They'll listen. They're trying to be better. I know there is a God. And I know that this is a favored country as long as we are people of merit, honor, integrity. I see a storm coming. I want you to ask yourself this weekend, if all those things are true, are you ready if he has a plan for you? Because I also tell you the truth, every single one of us matters. We are all, each one of us, here for a reason at this time in this country. It is, not, it is not black lives matter, white lives matter, or all lives matter. Your life matters. Your life matters. Your life matters. You are here for a reason. There is a God. There's a storm coming. Prepare yourself to lead this country into a very bright future. Thank you. Well, there he was. You can tell why Glenn Beck is the master storyteller. He had so many historic artifacts and uh, was even interrupted a couple times by his son on stage. We thought that was the funniest part of the show. But Glenn Beck is, has a great voice. He's a leader in the conservative movement. Doesn't agree with me all the time. I, maybe I don't with him. But, you know, he has his pulse on the, uh, on his finger on the pulse of what America is thinking, particularly when it comes to presidential politics. I'm Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate if you can, or call us toll-free if you want prayer, 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Chaplain Klingenschmidt is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy who earned his Ph.D. in theology from Regent University. As a former Navy chaplain, by taking a public stand for freedom of speech and religious expression, and by sacrificing his own 16-year career and million-dollar pension, he was vindicated by the U.S. Congress, who changed the law and restored freedom for military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name.
Dr. Chaps not only defended the Constitution, but his petitions have helped change the law in 10 states, restoring freedom to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.